Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Life Coach Show with your host, Andrea Lavalli. Andrea is the creator and founder of the Empowerment Coaching Group and has created several empowering workshops and services. Andrea is an empowerment coach, speaker, author, NLP practitioner, and a registered Reiki practitioner. She is also known for the innovative Reiki service known as Interactive Reiki, designed to help you raise your vibration and heal your body and mind. To learn more about Andrea, her coaching, and her services, you can visit her website at www.TheEmpowermentCoachingGroup.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host of The Life Coach Show, Miss Andrea Lavalli. Thank you, everybody, for joining me for another exciting episode of the Life Coach Show. I'm so excited to be your host for the, for your listening pleasure. And um, I have a very, very, very extra special guest today. I'm so looking forward to getting to know her. I've never met this woman, but I feel I need to meet her. Um, she's so um, inspiring to me, so I hope she will inspire you as well. Um, before I introduce the guest, I just want to give a little message as I like to do on the Life Coach Show because I'm a life coach and I like to empower people. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about life as I normally do, you know, and I have a little one. He's about seven and he's, um, he's my little angel. And so you think about life a lot when you have a little one, <laughs> or at least I do. And, you know, I was thinking how, you know, life has a way of really refining, refining us, you know, like, um, like we're diamonds in the rough and we need to be refined and to be just, just become that better you. And ref, the refining process actually is, you know, going through it, like I'm talking realistically here, going through it can be very, very hard. It can be hard. It can be, uh, there's a lot of sad times. There's a lot of times where you're just um, very emotional about wondering about what's going to happen and, you know, um, what's my purpose. All those type of things come up sometimes when you're going through the refiner's fire, so to speak. And so, um, but, you know, like a diamond, on the other side, you're, you're smooth and you're beautiful and you have clarity and it's just, an amazing experience to look back on your life while you were going through the refiner's fire, while you were going through those tough times to say, wow, I made it and I'm a better person and, you know, I can empower others. And so, you know, are you going through that refiner's fire? Just, if you are, just be patient, just be um, prayerful and faithful and knowing that, you know, everything will work out. You just have to keep strong and, you know, um, do whatever tools, use whatever tools you have. I'm all about the tools. Use whatever tools you have to get you through. You know, it could be uh, journaling. It could be going for walks. Um, it could be meditation, going for yoga, taking some Reiki, all sorts of tools out there to help you get some clarity and to really, really um, give you some guidance. So that's my little message today. And I think it really ties in really well with our guest, um, which is really awesome. So um, Aisha, Aisha 
Hogan is much more than a genuine, caring, certified healer and spiritual coach. She's a dynamic and passionate soul who's bursting to share how complementary and holistic therapists can help people rise above even the most insurmountable challenges. She knows this through her own experiences. And we're going to talk to her a little bit about what her experiences was because while I was researching my guest today, I really, really felt the connection to her. Hi, Aisha. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're so welcome. Now, I'm I'm so excited to have you on because, you know, you were just, you were one of those persons that really went through refiner's fire. Yes. Yeah. I did. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and um, tell us a little bit about how that all started. So you, I know you started out as a bookkeeper 30 years ago. Tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are now. Okay, well, um, I used, I was working for my father's company once upon a time, and um, I was kind of thrown into uh, bookkeeping, so he needed, and that's what I was doing for him. And once my father uh, resigned and sort of re- retired his company, I started working for another company doing the exact same thing doing bookkeeping and office management and so on and so forth. And then at some point I got, I went through a divorce. I went through, once I went through the divorce, it was one of those divorces that was not amicable. Um, it was actually very, very emotional in the sense of I wanted out um, for my own sanity and he didn't want to let me go. So um, it was a lot of stalking, a lot of police, a lot of restraining orders, um, it was just a really it was it was it was insanity. So of course during this time um, my work was suffering and I ended up getting fired. So I had to decide what to do with my life and I found myself living in a basement apartment with because I left and I found myself living in a basement apartment with a um, with a blanket and a TV. Pretty much that's it. Wow. And no job. For the first time in my life I had no employment. So I was like well, I don't even know how I'm going to pay next month's rent. I don't know what's happening. I started doing cater waitering, and I was on EI for the first time in my life. And one of the temporary jobs I got was with an accounting firm, and she pushed me into opening my own bookkeeping business. Okay. So I started doing that. And, you know, at first it was really challenging, and I loved it, and I've been doing it for several years. And then I started helping people on a personal level with their finances as well. And the and the the, the sort of the ironic part about it was the people that I was helping were people that were really well off. They just really didn't know where their finances were going. Mm-hmm. They didn't know where they were spending their money. So I helped a lot of people uh, that way. And one day, one of the people that I was helping was actually a, um, a financial figure, sort of a celebrity on TV. Funny enough, she needed help with her own finances. And uh, she asked if she could write an article about me in the financial post that week because she did articles and I said yes and I was expecting this really honestly small article with a small picture I, I, I didn't know what to expect and all of a sudden I opened up the, the page of the financial post on Saturday morning and there, was, there I was like full page picture with this huge article and I was like wow and the very next day I got a call from Debbie Travis's production company um, I don't know if anybody remembers her from the painted house yeah I- and yeah, so I got a phone call from their production company, and I became the host of a show that we all developed together called Maxed Out, 
where we were helping women with their money on the W Network. So I was doing that for a couple of years, developing that and doing it, and I found that I had to make a choice between the show and my practice. Couldn't do both. And I chose my practice. Wow. And, yeah, so it was just, you know, TV was great and everything, but it really wasn't what I was looking for at that time. I was looking to really build my business. So I was doing that. But I reached the age of 40. I'm 50 years old now. Um, and amazing. Yeah, you wouldn't know by looking at me. <laughs> so <laughs> so 50 years old now, or 40 years old, when I sort of reached a point in my life where I decided not to wake up anymore. I just didn't want to wake up anymore. I was exhausted from my past, from my upbringing, from my divorces. I had two divorces under my belt at that point. I'd been alone for a long time. Nothing seemed to be moving forward in my life the way I wanted to in my personal life. Like things were going good in my business world, but not for me. And I wasn't healing on a personal level. I was still carrying all my baggage with me. I was still crying every night. I was still pretending to be happy, but not letting anybody know what I really felt inside. And I didn't, I was always like, you know, why is this always happening to me? Why can't I meet the right people? Why do people always hurt me? I was in the victim mode. I was like in full fledged on 100% victim mode and smiling so that everybody didn't know what was happening inside. And I was slowly dying. Right. Wow. That's amazing um, that you, you had that experience. And it's so funny that, you know, my opening statement was about going to the refiner's fire because for sure that's what you were doing, crying all the time and being in victim mode. And I know at one point, like I titled the show after your dad's words to you and I thought it was so fitting. What was that, what was it like, you know, that moment like for you to hear that, you know, your dad saying to you, I didn't raise a quitter. You are strong and you will survive. What was that moment like to hear that? It was it was empowering because it was empowering and ironic because much of the much of the pain in my life had been caused by our relationship. And my relationship with my father was very different in the sense that yes, he was the one who caused all the dif- dysfunction in my life, most of it. He was the one who made me confused thinking that love equals pain mm-hmm. and um, in order to be loved by someone, you have to, um, you're going to feel pain. And, and like a lot. And there was going to be abuse. And there was going to be other stuff. But my father also had this side of him that was completely opposite, where I could call him any time of day or night, and he was always there. And he was also my friend. And it was it was really hard to reconcile the two men it was like two men in one and they were completely different from each other one was my friend and was the person who I could always go to with absolutely anything and not be judged and the other one was the one who would raise his hand and 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 say things to me like you will be a blank piece of paper unless I write on you for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. like those types of things would also come out of his mouth so it was just this this man that was two different people. And when he saw me giving up and when he saw me not fighting anymore, when he saw me just saying, I'm done, like I'm done, I don't want to wake up. And he, that's when he said to me, because I didn't raise a, raise a quitter. You will survive because that's what we do. You are strong. He goes, you are not like, you know, some other members of my family. You know, you're, you, this is what you're about. And he started pointing out like all of my of my positive points. And yeah. things that I sort of didn't really see in myself. 
And I just thought it was really ironic that it was coming from him. At that moment, you kind of woke up. Like, yeah, you had a will to live. And I thought, okay, I can do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I can do this. So I started at some point in my life, um, I, I lost my father um, about seven years ago, six years ago. And the time's flown so fast that I can't believe that I can't know if it's six or seven years, but it's just flown. And um, that was a, a huge hit on me, right. um, probably bigger than anybody else, because he was such a force in my life that when I lost him, I felt empty. So I gone, started going to see a psychiatrist. Okay. And all that was happening was I was just, it was cycling. I was circling. It was just talking about the past, talking about the past, not getting any better, but just always angry now because I'm opening doors I hadn't opened for a long time and, mm-hmm. and talking about things I hadn't talked about for a long time. And instead of healing, the surface. Yeah, I was just one. angry. And I was angry with my mother and I was angry with, with other relatives and I was angry for people not saving me. And I was, I was, just, I was just angry all the time. And after every appointment, I would feel so much worse. So I started, I, was, I got into Reiki and I felt my energy shift right away. Very cool. And I started, so I started getting attuned to it. I got my Reiki level one. I took my courses and everything and I started doing it and doing Reiki to myself. And I was healing like I was feeling better I was loving who I was seeing in the mirror and and I was actually healing rather than just talking right you know I was actually doing something about it I was taking action and it felt great it felt amazing and um I I it was so weird because I stopped doing Reiki for a little while like I stopped for about two months or something I stopped treating myself and then I started I started faltering again and I walked in to see my Reiki master one day and because she said, I, I need to see you. There's something wrong with you. So I walked in to see her. And, and this woman, every time I walk in the door, she hugs me. That's the first thing she does. And that particular day I walked in and she, t- so she was going to come in for the hug and she took two steps back and she said, what the heck have you done to yourself? Mm-hmm. And I said, I haven't been doing it. And I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm blocked and I'm a mess again. So she did an alignment on me. And right after that, I felt like, you know, once again, I felt great. And then we did a hypnosis session. She does hypnosis as well. So we did hypnosis on me. And I don't remember, like when I do hypnosis on my clients, I record the session because hypnosis is repetition, right? So I record the session for my clients to listen to for the week until they see me again. She did not record the session. I don't know what happened during that session. I do know that, um, my subconscious wanted help so bad that it actually put me to sleep. My clients generally don't go in, go to sleep. They go into a deep focused awareness. Um, but I actually went to sleep and uh, into an amnesic state. And I don't remember. All I remember is her telling me to listen to the sound of her voice. And I remember her counting me out and knowing that because I heard her counting me out that I was actually listening. I heard every word she said on a subconscious level, but not in my critical mind. And when I woke up from that, I don't even know how to tell you. I felt like I was wearing someone else's skin. I, for the first time in my life, I felt like I wasn't wearing everybody else's baggage. Right. And it was like I was looking through a mask. You know those mat, those Halloween masks mm-hmm. where you look through the little slits? And that was how I felt at first. And I was like, she goes, well, how do you feel? And I said, I'm not sure yet. And, I, and it took me a few minutes and I said, I feel fantastic because... I feel lighter. I've never, I was so afraid 
to let go of the pain because I've carried it with me for so long. And I'm sure that many, many of your listeners will understand this. You carry pain around with you for so many years and for so long that it becomes part of you. And you forget and you don't know who you are without it. Right. And you're almost afraid to let it go because you don't know who, what's going to be left behind. Right. And that was my fear. If I let go all of this pain that had become like an appendage on my body, what will I be without it? I'll be nothing. I felt like I would be nothing without it. And yet I loved who was left behind. Yeah. And, you know, as um, people, we need to recognize that we don't need to carry around that pain. You can leave it behind and become the true person you were meant to become. So this is an amazing experience that you're sharing. Oh, because it was amazing. You, for real. You like the real you now. Oh, my and, God. I love uh, myself. And it's the only way that I can love others. And it's the only way. How can I heal others? Like, I work now. I've got my hypnosis certification. I do metaphysical hypnosis because past life regression is so healing. I've gone into my past life so many times now, into various lives, and picked up information that I use now mm-hmm. um, in, in my past. And to find out that I was actually a healer in other lives. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I was meant to do. And had I not gone through the Reiki, had I not done the hypnosis, had I not gone into my path, I wouldn't know this about myself. And I'd still be wandering around God knows what, you know, with some man who was probably abusing me. Right, right. So you've come a long way from bookkeeping. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, so this is very different now. So now you're, you've completely left bookkeeping behind and you've now become a healer. Well, I still, I still have my few clients that I, I will yeah. never leave um, that okay. depend on me. But I am a healer and I do have the web talk show. And yeah. that's another way to, I feel like for some reason, part of my path is to educate. educate. And mm-hmm. a lot of people now are starting to look into alternative and holistic ways of healing. Mm-hmm. And but they don't understand what they are. Like if you say Reiki or you say you know sacral cranial or you say Lomi Lomi or you say like you say these things and people don't know what they are. What's yeah. a fulfillment coach? You know you know what's this kind of a coach? What's that kind of a coach? What's hypnosis? You know am I going to bark like a dog and quack like a duck? You know right. is she going to make me do weird stuff and eat onions? Like you know so there's stigma. Yeah. To it, you know, the, you know, is she at home? You know, cutting the heads off chickens is it voodoo? Like, no one knows what this is. People don't understand unless they're in your circle. So, mm-hmm. um, the whole idea of the chakra house of healing is to educate. It's like this is what Reiki is. This is what a fulfillment coach does. This is what it does. And if you want to talk to someone like that, you can contact this person. So, right. I think that's so amazing. Like, I love that about you. For instance. You know, I'm a life coach, and I bring on other life coaches, and I help promote them because I really want people to know what life coaches do and how they can help and improve their lives and how they have someone that they can be accountable to and just, like, better themselves. And you as a healer, you bring in other healers so that you can educate um, on your amazing show. So let's talk a little bit about your show. So it's um, it's a web TV show, and it's called... So it's a web TV show. Yeah, the Chakra House of Healing. That's a great um, name. How did you come up with that? Well, because I love chakras. I'm like, I love chakras. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how much I love chakras. And I we wanted to do... You probably need to do a show on what are chakras. <laughs> I do. I do need yeah. to do a show on that. Um, and I'm actually going to be doing uh, webinars, not webinars, well, maybe webinars, but workshops and seminars about it because a lot of people, they they, say, they only really know them at the, on the surface if they know them at all, but, but they don't realize how powerful they are right. and, 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 what they, and what they do. And 
So the chakra house of healing, somebody had the name of the chakra house in um, Minnesota, I think. And I was so upset because I really, really wanted to use the name the chakra house. So I was like, okay, how am I going to do this? So I thought, okay, I'm going to do it, the chakra house of healing. And then I went to my lawyers and whatever, and we incorporated it and it's been trademarked and, and all of that. So, you know, that it is the chakra house of healing. And I was so happy that I could use the name because the one in Minnesota closed two years ago, October but they still own the name. So I thought I had to just make the name a little bit different. And um, I love it. I love the show. And it's so funny because I have people that come up to me and they go, you know, you promote other healers, that some of them do the same thing as you do. You know, aren't you worried about competition? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know what? Competition is about ego. Yeah. And ego and spirit don't work together. Yeah. And there's enough, there are enough people out there to heal that I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. You know, some people may come to me. It's like when you pick a doctor. Like this doctor is going to be good for you, and that one won't be. You know, this 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 person can teach you, and that one can't. Even though they're they're doing the same thing, right? You have to have that connection with somebody as well, especially in the work that I do, because you have to have a rapport with someone. You have to have to feel safe. I'm taking them into their past life, and we don't even know what we're going to see. They need to know that I have their back. Yeah. You know, and that I'm watching them. And so, so it's not about competition as much as it is about you being passionate about educating. Because that's the same deal with me. I don't feel I'm in competition at all because I want to educate you on all right. the different um, avenues and, and, you know, uh, alternatives and coaches or whatever it is out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't worry about that. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever's going to come to me is going to come to me. And I, I'm not I'm not concerned about you know, whether they're going to go to someone else because I had them on my show. You know, that's really the last thing that I think about. So, so yeah, that part of it doesn't, is, is not, is not important to me. The, the show is going to, is going to go on. Great. If the show is going to go on, people are going to um, get educated. The clinic is still moving on. It's moving forward. I'm dealing with essential oils now, which is really, really great. They're 100% organic from all over the world. So I'm actually creating, I'm bringing up the shaman in me. And I'm starting to create um, customized blends for people for various things. And these ones, you can even ingest them. So um, that's awesome, too. So I'm just trying to find different ways, all the different ways that I can to, to build my business in a way that when someone comes to me that I'm doing, I'm just more than a coach. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to be there for them no matter what they need. So who would be an ideal guest on your show? Anybody who deals with holistic or alternative um, healing, it can be a product or a service. Okay. So, you know, it doesn't have to always be just a Reiki master. It can be anyone who's using, um, like, it could be a naturopath, any holistic or alternative ways of healing, um, again, with either a product or a service. Right. Okay. Awesome. Good to know. Good to know. And so if someone wants to be on your show, how can they get in touch with you? Well, if they go to www.thechakrahouseofhealing.com, they can go on there. There is a Be a Guest page where they can register from there. They can email me at ahoganthechakrahouseofhealing.com and get a hold of me that way. They can always call me. There's a phone number on the site as well. It's 647-559-3674. They can contact me through there. So there's a, there's a zillion ways to contact me through Facebook, the Chakra House of Healing.com. It's at the Chakra House on Twitter. There's lots of different ways to get a hold of me. Perfect. Awesome. 
So one of the and things it's, not, I, it's not just the healers. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, I really want to know that, you know, even the people that are listening, you know, if you are that person feeling like your life is going nowhere or you don't know where it's going, don't wait until you don't want to wake up in the morning anymore. Right. Don't wait that long. You don't need to wait that long. Mm-hmm. There's so many tools out there that people can utilize to really help them to improve, you know. And, yep. um, you know, you and I are in similar circles when we talk about energy. You know, people tend not to look at that avenue, but you'd be surprised um, once you, you know, work on your energy and raising your vibration or whatever means that you use to do that, how uh, you could really have um, a whole different perspective on your life. Right. And it's so funny because people say, you know, oh, well, energy healing. What's energy? Excuse me. What's air? Energy is everywhere. Like, we are made of energy. You know, the table in front of you is made of energy. You're sitting on a chair that's made of energy. You know, it's just that every single thing is energy. So when people say, oh, I don't believe in it, you're like, it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. It's there. It's there. It's like saying I don't believe in air. Mm -hmm. You don't have to believe in it. You're still breathing it. So, mm. so, so you know, air and energy. I love that analogy. I have to start using that. <laughs> <laughs> it's there whether you believe it or not. And that's what I love about Reiki healing because as long as you have permission to, to do Reiki on someone, to have a session with them, it doesn't matter whether they believe you or not. It doesn't matter whether they're skeptical or not. It's, only, it's one of the only healings that it doesn't matter whether they're all in or not. Right. Because when I when I have clients, normally I say you have to want to heal for a hypnosis or this past life regression or or any of the other modalities that I need committed. You need to be all in. You need to really want this. But with Reiki, it doesn't matter. It's going to work anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, I'm a Reiki master as well. So I know when people come in and they might be skeptical, or and and those who may not be, it's it's all the same. Because, right. you know, your subconscious knows what you need to heal. Right. You know, the fact that you've showed up showed that you, you're interested in, you know, improving and wanting to be better in one way or another. Right. So your body knows what you're ready to heal. Yep. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you, you also do, so when you combine your healing and then when you combine your financial background with your bookkeeping, you do money esteem. You know, how do you go about healing someone's money esteem? What, what, what is that about? Okay, so the one thing that I learned when I was dealing with people on a personal level, uh, doing W, doing the W, doing Max Bell on W, was that people really define themselves by how much money they have. Mm-hmm. So if they have a lot of money, they're thinking, you know, they're super comfortable, everything is okay. Sometimes they feel like they're entitled. They treat people rudely. Like, I'm not talking about all people now. I'm talking about some that I've run across, um, they forget their humanity a little bit. And that will throw off the chakras in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll throw off your spirit in a big way. You know, you'll be charging yourself with negative energy because you're not being kind and you're not acting out of love and, and you're not being nice to people. And that is a really bad thing um, for, for you. Forget about who you're talking to. You're doing damage to yourself when you speak like that to other people. Um, the other thing is, is when people don't have enough, um, the next thing they start thinking is, I don't have any work. You know, my friends are asking me to go out. I can't go because, you know, I can't, I don't have any money. 
I, you know, am I always going to be in this kind of shape? Am I always going to have this many bills to pay? Am I never going to be able to get out from under this? And, you know, that's throwing their chakras off in a whole other way because, you know, they're, they're not grounded. You know, they're not, they have their, their sacral chakra, their I am, their power chakra is completely out of whack. You know, and if, if these, especially a root chakra, if that's out of whack, you know, that's like the foundation of your house crumbling. So when I used to help people before, I never even thought about the spirit side of things. So if you don't help people, if you help people on a financial level and help working out their budget and whatever, all that kind of stuff, but if you don't help them on a spiritual level and you don't balance them, then they are still continuing with that bad way that they're thinking, that negative way that they're thinking, and they're going to end up in the exact same place. So all the work that I've done with them, you know, forever, however long it takes, isn't going to mean anything because in a few months after I'm gone, they're going to be in the exact same place again. Right. Because I didn't heal them on, like, in, in a spirit level, right? So I didn't work on their spirit. I didn't work on their chakras. I didn't balance them. So now when I help people in that way, I'm doing both. I'm doing both the practical healing of their finances as well as I'm dealing with them, them, their body, their mind, their spirit. So when we're done, we're done. Like they're actually going to be able to move forward. Because you know, you and I both know the law of attractions. Everybody who hasn't heard about the law of attraction, you know, in this day and age and of the secret. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting to think about I'm never going to have and it's never going to be and I'm never going to have enough, well, scarcity brings scarcity. Mm-hmm. You're bringing lack. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, so that, that's just going to, you, you're just going to stay in that circle. You're just going to stay in that spot. So healing your money theme is just not only working with your budgeting and stuff, but it's also working with you. Yes, which makes sense because money is a huge energy attractor. Right. Whatever you're putting out there around money, you're getting it back. So that's right. That makes sense, definitely. That's awesome. Congratulations on all of this. Congratulations on the Chakra House. Thank you. And um, the way you're helping others to improve their lives, I think that's wonderful. And I also think it's great that you're trying to educate the masses on alternative healing and there's, you know, and all the options that are out there, the different modalities that are out there by bringing guests onto your show so that everyone can learn and, um, and understand how this all works. Right. Um, as best that we are able to, to bring it forward. So um, how, where can we find uh, segments of your show? Um, so you can find it on YouTube and Vimeo, of course, under the Chakra House of Healing. Um, but I've just been picked up by a network called the Big Book of Beauty. Wonderful. And so that is a wonderful new hub, wonderful new place. The show is being um, showcased there with a lot of other hosts and their shows. So it's a really great um, new network. And we actually now just got picked up by uh, Village Living Magazine. So they'll also be showing the shows. Wow, okay. Soon you'll be in Rogers and Bell and we'll all... I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I'm so happy for you. Okay, so... Thank you. um, What's next for you? I mean, you have all these wonderful things going on. What's next for you and the Chakra House of Healing? Well, the Chakra House of Healing is obviously to uh, build the practice. Yeah. Um, we've only been around since June. Wow. You know, it's all been going on since June, and it's been going fast. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been growing quickly, and I'm so excited about that. So it's you know it's still improving the show, making it better and better each month. 
I just hired a new production company. Um, so just making the show better, making the branding look better. Uh, there will be a new website coming out in a few weeks that's going to be showing all the brand-new branding. Um, I'm hitting the trade shows. Yeah, I do energy cleansing for home. So it's just actually at a home show in Hamilton. Um, so it's just getting, getting the chakra house of healing out there, letting people know what it is and what it does and, and um, looking. And if, if I, you know, I'm starting to even do healing through Skype, which is new. I never thought I would do that. I always thought I wanted the personal level, but I think that even the interviews I'll be doing, I'm doing, starting to do interviews for the show through Skype as well. Um, so it doesn't matter where a healer lives. Um, they can live anywhere. As long as they can speak English and we can communicate, they can get on. And they've Very got Skype. We're yeah. doing the show, yeah. Yeah, great. So it's just growing in every way that I can think of it. I'm just The ideas keep flowing, and uh, it's, 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 just, it's going to grow. I have, of that, I have no doubt. And one day, the, the, the end game is, you know, I tell people to think from the end. What do you want this to be in the end? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what do you want what's your, your project to be in the end? And my project is the Chakra House of Healing will be a retreat one day, a nice big retreat that people can go away to on weekends and healers will be working there. And it will be that getaway. It will be that place of sabbatical. Right. Wow, that's all sounding very, very exciting. Very exciting. Lots to come, so we'll watch out for that. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to get in touch um, with, okay, please help me pronounce your, I I have a feeling I might be saying it wrong. No, Aisha, you're saying it right. Aisha, okay. If you want to get in touch with Aisha Hogan, and to be on her show, The Chakra House of Healing, definitely you want to contact her through her um, website, thechakrahouseofhealing.com. Do I have that right? You do, you do. And like I said, for the viewers that want it, any anything like if you're having problems with menopause, snoring, I just do the whole gambit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a spiritual yeah. healing. Anything. Yeah. Oh, goody. Oh, cool. And uh, you can always call her at six four seven five five nine three six seven four, or you can send her an email chakrahouseofhealing at gmail dot com. Find her on Facebook or Twitter, anywhere and everywhere. All right. Awesome. So is there anything else that you want to uh, discuss before we wrap up? Um, I think we're good. I, you know yeah. what? I heard you have a book. Oh, my goodness. I do. You're so sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about you. <laughs> oh, do we really have to? Okay, if you really want to. <laughs> um, I do. And you know what? Your story is so empowering, so inspiring. It would fit wonderful into my book. It's um, My book is called keep calm and live your empowered life. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about how I came, this name came about because some people kind of have to think about it, the keep calm part. But right. really, if you think about it, remember when you were in a state of confusion and chaos and you didn't know what was going on and to the point where you just, just maxed out, burnt out, and you just didn't want to live anymore. You're not right. really keeping calm. You're not in that state of no. calm. <laughs> not at all. So this book, it's, it's a little bit about that, that journey, right? And then you get to a, po- a point where, yeah, you are more calm. You're more at peace with yourself. So Keep Calm and Live Your Empowered Life is the name of the book, and it's about uh, 30 stories of empowerment so um, of people living their more empowered life nice. um, or helping the community to do the same. So, yeah. That's that's my book. Thank you for asking. That's so sweet of you. No, no problem. That's wonderful. I can't wait to read it. 
yeah, so we're 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 I'm continuing to recruit co-authors who want to share in the experience and empower the world with their stories. Oh wait, wait! I think I might have some time for you. Cool. <laughs> cool. We'll talk about that off air. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on my show. I'm so excited, and I can't wait to uh, come on your show. I'm actually looking yes. forward to it. And you yeah. are going to be a guest coming up soon. Yes, coming up soon. Yeah, how exciting! So that's going to be really exciting for me. Um, okay, so I really want to thank my very special guest. I told you she was extra special, didn't I? Lisa <laughs> Hogan, um, very, very wonderful woman. Can't wait to meet her um, from the Chakra House of Healing. And I want to thank you, everyone, for listening today to the Life Coach Show, a show about bringing you life coaches and empowering you, the audience. This is Andrew Lavallee, and this has been the Life Coach Show. Until next time, stay empowered. <laughs>